0: you got it there
1: looking it up yeah, yeah. um okay. there's a lot of stuff about it
0: actually is there, is there?
1: i don't know um
2: sh- sh- shall we get into it
1: yeah you want to okay. start you want to actually start
2: well yeah i mean you just pulled the calvin right there damn you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you just
1: you just edit it out heard. edit it it's out not,
2: no i like leaving it in Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fears Per Minute. I'm your host, Nick Bennett. With me, as always, Devin Lopez. Hi. Not with us uh, this week is Calvin. He's over in uh, over in the East Coast. He's betraying us. He's he's taking. You have betrayed us. <laughs> he's taking his uh, sweet wife over there to visit family. I think, right? Yep.
3: Well, happy yeah. li- happy wife, happy life. I can't I can't fault the guy.
2: Right. Exactly. So filling in though, or actually missing out. On this awesome guest is Calvin. We have Mr. Nick Gibson here with us.
3: Hello there.
2: Comic book artist from Michigan. How are you doing?
3: Fine and dandy like sour candy. Awesome. I'm just in a really good mood.
1: You are full of sayings. I love it. (laughs) I'm full of something,
3: (laughs) at least. (laughs) Whether it's uh, bullshit, hot air, or just lots of water, I, I really don't know.
1: It's good to be full of water. Yeah.
3: Yeah. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column Z. It's all good.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Why don't you tell us a little bit
2: about your comic books that you have? I know you sent us uh, the first two issues of one of them and then the first issue of the other. So,
3: yeah. So I got uh, th- about three comics total out across, but across two series. The first one I did was product access, which was like a sci-fi spy thriller kind of thing. Like, Imagine if Jason Bourne was a cyborg, you know, very plot twisty, you know, like one issue bleeding into another kind of thing. And then, um, the the current, the, uh, the one, the series I'm kind of spending a little bit more time focusing on recently is Torrent Samurai. That has two issues. That one's like a cyberpunk samurai thing, kind of like East meets West. Like, imagine, uh, uh, Blade Runner meets Ghost in the Shell, you know, like with Jack Kirby influences and whatnot. Like, imagine like a manga... Where it's like where Shiro Matsunume from Ghost in the Shell teamed up with Jack Kirby to create like a really awesome samurai in the future story, and he basically mm-hmm. got turned samurai. Okay.
1: Yeah, very yeah. cool. Um, those, uh, you know, the Cyberpunk one is definitely very in the vein of what's going, what's like, uh, what's kind of hot right now. So yeah, I'm kind of, uh,
3: I'm kind of tapping into that vein, if you will.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um... <laughs> No, that, that's really cool. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, I just – I browsed through them, and I was trying to find them again today, but I couldn't find them again. But um, very cool, very cool books. I, I was – they're cool art, and, yeah, it was very, very cool. So,
2: uh, the, I liked the, um, the artwork on the first one. It reminded me of uh, the early Mad magazines, the, uh, like when they did like the political – stories it was it's real it's really realistic and it's kind of gross like it's intense in that aspect of like you see all the weird wrinkles and they're they're not straight lines and that's it really reminded me of like flipping through the old mad magazines and seeing those stories i I really liked it
3: yeah i could definitely see where you're coming from on that one yeah for sure
1: um where do you kind of draw your influences from like what are your writing influences or comic book influence like what are your influences
3: well as far as uh my my writing influences i'd say i kind of draw from like a wide variety of sources uh some people like for example rod serling twilight zone um let's let's see here i I really enjoy see here uh orson scott card and their game like a lot of a lot of novelists and as far as comic book okay. writers i say people like alan moore uh chuck dixon is definitely a, a bit a big one you know um and yeah uh And then I also enjoy like the movies of like uh, I'm just like kind of putting my brain. Yeah. No. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. um, You know. Yeah, I'm I'm looking over at my. uh, my, Oh,
1: looking at at your movie cabinet. cabinet. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So you talk about Orson Scott Card. Um. He's one of my favorite authors. Honestly.
3: Yeah, Ender's like Game is literally my favorite book of all time.
1: Is it really? Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite books, too. Like, I love that book and that whole series. I have kind of, like,
3: a distinction. Ender's Game is my favorite book of all time. Okay. My favorite series is Wheel of Time.
1: I don't know, wheel, what's Wheel of Time?
3: Uh, that's by Robert Jordan. That's the one that was recently massacred by uh, Amazon.
1: Okay. Hmm. How was it massacred? Like
3: uh just they they totally slaughtered the book literally within the first like first 30 seconds they pretty much just slaughtered the book and just you know like oh we're gonna take this book and use it as a guideline you know like you know kind of kind of like what they're doing they're doing with rings of power now gotcha
1: gotcha like, gotcha
3: like oh this book we don't need that you know kind of. right
1: thing. right right
2: i've heard nothing but good things about rings of power though
3: well i guess uh to each their own i guess <laughs>
2: yeah i haven't watched it yet I'm waiting for a little bit my wife's like really really into that
1: so i mean i've I've seen the
3: previews it just wasn't for me so i haven't checked it out i mean other people may like it good for them but uh, you know i can only speak to my own sensibilities
2: right for sure yeah Yeah. well i noticed you're wearing a a witcher necklace too so
3: oh yes yes uh (laughs) that that I that i am a fan of Um, (laughs) yeah uh, both both the games the books and the netflix series
1: didn't like the bard
2: though i did not like the bard
1: in the Netflix series?
2: Yeah, hated him. Tossed so hate, to him. God, I hated him so there's much. Oh, Valley of Plenty. plenty.
1: Uh,
0: oh, Valley
2: yeah, of Plenty. If it's done with the right melody, it's done and sung right. It's great.
3: But it's just everyone Also, notice um, this is the game version of the medallion. Ah, so, right. nice. So, yeah, because like, there's a kind of a difference. Like, you can tell, oh, he's, he's a fan of the video games because he's wearing the video game version. Mm hmm. You, know, you like, like it all, it, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, Henry Cavill is just amazing as a witcher. I think, I think we can all agree as that. He's great as, in that role.
1: Hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh,
2: he, he pulled him off, like, perfectly.
3: Yeah. Um, the actress who plays series really good. And I think uh, the actress, I think, for Yennefer is, is pretty good. Some of the material they give her, I'm not the biggest fan of. But the actress herself, I think, does a really good job of the role.
2: Hmm. Isn't there a new season coming out soon?
3: Uh, I know they just finished filming it. I know. I know okay. that. So the at least they
2: finished. Cool. Yeah,
3: that should be pretty fun.
2: What? What? Well, uh, what else is your like influences and things like that? Like, really drew you into wanting to like do a comic and.
3: I mean, obviously Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Cool. Um, uh, let's see here. Like I mentioned, Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell. I've always kind of really been a big fan of the cyberpunk genre. Uh, stuff like Shadowrun. You know, the, the tabletop series. Mm-hmm. I've really been a fan of that world. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Batman Beyond has always kind of been a big influence on me. Yeah, that was. I, I, love, I love that show dearly. Amazing. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen that, Batman Beyond it, in forever. Oh my right? God, you need to see. It still holds up, honestly. Does it? Um, yeah, and, and that show in and of itself is cyberpunk, so.
1: Yes, it is. Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely set in that. Yeah, and, didn't they? You know, they had a
2: game with it too, wasn't it PlayStation Two?
3: Yeah, I think it was like uh, PlayStation One or uh, PlayStation N64. 1. Yeah. It was okay. Sort of yeah. In Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. I hear it wasn't the best.
2: Right. I just remember there was one of those like starting at 3D, like.
3: Yeah, oh. I remember the N64 version because they they did a movie in like 2000, which honestly was pretty good. Like Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker it was.
2: Yeah, yeah I, remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Oh man, I mean, the memories! I've been like watching these TikToks, like, oh look, yeah, but you don't remember this '90s thing, Street Sharks. Remember those?
3: Oh yeah, I watched street... that as a kid. You know what street, street Sharks
2: street shark are? are? oh like, man you... Oh yep.
3: Oh oh, I got one for you. The SWAT
2: Oh yeah, SWAT cats. Yeah,
3: yeah. SWAT were
2: amazing. Yep. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard. I have not thought about SWAT cats in so long. That's, oh my god! Oh man, that was a buried uh, one. Oh jeez.
3: Well, yeah, cause like... I've, always, I've always been like a fan of like you know jets. I mean, like Top Gun is one of my favorite films of all time. And mm. you have no idea how happy I was when they announced like a Top Gun two. Um, this is back. This is like years ago when, like, oh, they're making a Top Gun two. It's probably gonna be chintzy, and then it turned out turned out to be one of the the biggest movies of all time. So
2: <laughs> right. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, though.
3: It's really good. It's it's really really good. That's What I hear. I
1: need to watch. It's the sitting on my to watch list. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> haven't gotten there yet.
3: Make While sure we... you're watching it with like a really good sound system. That is my suggestion.
1: Okay yeah i'll it, take it yeah
3: it's, it's one of those films where you want to watch it like in a good experience it's like the roaring of the jets you know like you know kind of thing
1: right does tom cruise look old in it though like or does he look like solid does he still look solid in it like
3: he looks actually looks pretty solid like i know he's like pushing 60 but the Jeez. guy looks like he's in his mid 40s like honestly
2: dang it's because he, he's an alien
3: He's I an mean, alien. Is, <laughs> I don't know what it is about him and, Ralph, him and Ralph Macchio, where they look like twenty years younger than they actually are.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, How old is watch. Ralph Machio? I think he's pushing sixty as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and he looks like he's in his like late thirties, early forties. Yeah, he looks pretty like, solid have, still. Have you seen Cobra Kai? Like he, the the dude. Like seriously, I uh, I don't know what it is about him. Him, Keanu Reeves, or whatnot, like what they're bathing in, <laughs> but like, seriously, share a little bit with the rest of us.
1: There's probably a weird cult out there of just all these like attractive actors or whatever, and they all bathe in the same like Lazarus pit and they all rejuvenate themselves, basically. <laughs> that's we that's just, cool we're just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> so that kind of brings back to that you old uh, would you rather that we did the same bathwater question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's basically what it is, and you know, I just they're okay, all. Okay, I am intrigued. Shaking. Oh, that we so we like to do some would you rather's usually on the show every now and then. Hey,
3: let's let, let's do a yeah. game.
1: Let's pull one out. Yeah, let's pull one out. Let's, let's all let's, right. Let's
3: pivot a little bit. Let's okay, make sure your pull out game strong though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't be like Calvin.
1: Um. Okay. Let's see. I got a couple here. Um would you rather and this one this one's kind of subjective i mean let's try this one would you rather have super sensitive taste buds or super sensitive hearing Ooh. like and you you i guess the way that i think of this is like you know a very like sharp taste or like a, a very like i don't know i i want to say loud because it, it applies but like a very just like
2: like very flavorful
1: thing would hurt, and a very loud thing would, like, hurt in the same way yeah, would be paralyzing. I would pick Overloads. super
3: sensitive hearing, because I can wear earmuffs. You know, I can wear, like, ear protection to kind of dampen sound. Can't really do that with a tongue.
2: You'd have to eat, like, bland... Just or, like, it would, like it, have it, some kind to like, tongue be...
3: condom kind of thing. Yeah, well, that would <laughs> suck. <laughs> oh. actually? Oh. Oh my God! No, 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 no! What if I it, found the world? It would it
2: would have to be like have, to have little like holes in it too, because you'd have to be able to get some flavor through it. Oh, yeah, because because no, like, the flavor would just be too intense if you just touch it to your tongue. So you got to have something that just like teases it a little bit. It's a tongue filter. Very,
3: that sounds very expensive versus just literally just putting some ear muffs over your ear.
1: Yeah, but you're sacrificing and, audio quality. Like you you hear not as great things anymore. Like it's everything's muffled.
2: Nah, just just go get some mil- military grade uh, headphones. You mean Those like <laughs> the ones they use they, like they, on I the mean, 50s? Like, they literally
3: make stuff where it's like you can still have sound in, but right. it you know d- really decreases the volume. I mean, because like auditory technology is actually highly advanced. Like I could imagine, it, it actually wouldn't it actually wouldn't take too much to create like you know earplugs that de- like kind of deafen sound. You know, like, right? I, I, I honestly like we like like auditory technology is really crazy you know like we can restore hearing to like a lot of deaf people like the clockier implants or whatever they're called yeah
1: right is, true like, yeah awesome.
2: like the my my uncle's military so he's got some of those ones they would have up on the on the cannons and you can be talking like this and hear you just fine but you clap or gunshot goes off and it just is like you went mm. just like
0: that
2: so yeah you just throw those on you're good any loud thing it would just dampen it to where you could handle it because you could adjust it to your level where it cuts yeah, out and
3: then, then it, like like let's say you needed to go all a superhero you just kind of t- take them out and then like i can hear them talking <laughs> like dude they're five miles away
2: you, know, <laughs> ooh, you can hear ooh. the
3: conversation like they're right here you know
2: so, yeah, so I'd or, have to or like or hearing. like
3: you or like you just take the earmuffs and you, you go all cyclops and you like tune it you know like <laughs> like oh my god i kind of want to create a superhero like that now
1: That'd be cool. I mean, that's basically, that's basically the Morbius. Beluga right? Man. I mean, There's
3: Daredevil too. There's Daredevil right. as well.
1: Mm. I just watched Morbius for the first, or I don't think I even finished it. God, it was
3: bad. Five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. But I, he I had that part where he was just like, he'd like start listening or whatever. He'd make like a weird face <laughs> and be able to listen to things. But yeah, it was a bad no, movie. Kind of love that. The faces they he, make. He, really he, he, really can,
3: he can sense twelve-year-old girls from twelve miles away, as far as, as opposed to five miles <laughs> away now. <laughs> mm. uh,
1: so we're sticking with the super sensitive hearing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, what that's, so that's my theory. pick. Yes, I think as well. I, I would probably agree. I guess it just makes me consider, like, what does this say about our society where we care about people's hearing, but we don't care about their taste buds as much? You know, like, where is the technology for? Taste buds,
3: yeah. yeah I would that. like to eat
1: really spicy food, but still, I
3: think it's like mm. with hear, like with hearing, hearing's like hearing's a lot more important. Like it's such an important sense for our daily lives. Whereas taste, while it's still important, like I mean, it's just, here you can live without hearing, but it, it decreases your like it decreases your quality. Yeah. Like like you know where- versus like if you have no taste. Here it impacts your life, but it's it's the severity is a lot less. You have taste,
2: but you would you can only taste like hardly anything. So you have to have like the blandest of the like just a piece of meat like
3: you can't even even even
2: even the char would be like if it's too much char on like a piece of meat would be too much. Yeah, that's true.
3: You might as well just not have taste.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Plug your nose all the time. Yep. All right, throw another one out there. Ooh, right. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, what'd you what'd you crack? Well, what did that for you? Grab another. What did you? What oh. do you want
1: me to do? Tell me what you want me to do, Mick. Well,
2: you just cracked it, so you got to show what the. What do, yeah, do you want?
1: So I pulled out. I went to the um, tap house and I got Fort George Power Cycle. Nice. Um, it's a hazy pale ale, which is different than an IPA, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I just yep. like hazy because I like them because they taste fruity, and yeah, like they still taste fruity. like hops, but fruity. Nice. What are you drinking, Mick?
2: Uh, so I have two different things. Uh, oh. I fancy you know, trying try to keep. We kind of went, again. We went away from the, the PNW stuff, so I'm trying to bring that back in. Okay. I have some old uh, Red Hook uh, Logger Squatch Lager. Okay. Pretty good. Just a good okay. like well-rounded beer.
1: I didn't know Red Hook was PNW, honestly. Yeah,
2: they're out of Seattle. Okay. They're, wow. they're bi- their biggest beer is the Big Ballard.
1: I didn't know that. I big know Ballard that. I'm IPA. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. So, I this be embarrassed.
2: One is the, their second or third version. This is the tropical
3: Big Ballard. Juicy now IPA. That
1: looks good. That looks like a big old can of sunshine right there.
3: That's something you drink on the beach of the Bahamas. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I haven't opened it yet it's brand new
1: uh, it'll transport you there
3: ale with
2: <laughs> orange pineapple starfruit and coconut flavors this one fancy, fancy. this one might go on the crushable list
1: oh boy we'll see Have To finish this one off though <laughs> and right. uh nick you're drinking some good old-fashioned water
3: yep some good old-fashioned some, i love so it, it. hydrate it's a little, uh, it's a little, uh, little plain. A little you know, plain, a little, little dry. It's got, a, it's got some bite to it, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to speak like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mocking you, I'm just trying to play no, yeah, yeah,
2: It's got, it's got some <laughs> East Coast undertones.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that mid- Midwestern water, gotta love it. Mm.
1: Love, yeah. Mid-West, okay. Yep. We want another, would you rather? Throw it at me. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Would you rather go vegan for a month or only eat meat and dairy for a month? Uh, only eat meat and dairy. This, I a
3: think. Little, this one's a little bit, a little bit tougher because, like, I could go either way.
1: Only uh, meat and dairy. Oh yeah. Could do it. That means nothing else
0: with it.
3: Yeah. Meat and dairy. Yeah. That'd be. <laughs> I probably I probably place. say go vegan because like That's I mean I love, I love my meat and I would never give it up fully but if I had to make a choice, I feel like vegetables because like with vegetables there's more nutrients there. Uh, I mean sure. obviously meat is like the best source of protein so I'd be, basically be giving up protein kind of for a month which for a month I could probably live with it but like there's way more protein like way more kind of nutrients variety and, and vegetables so I'm, I'm i don't know i'm just thinking health health wise
1: i could eat beans yep. all day long man and get ah, protein from that like you're stupid well, beans, beans are a
3: wonderful fruit
1: right mick okay I, mick uh, what are you I, gonna I, eat I well, on your meat and dairy diet what are you gonna eat oh you describe just, to me I mean, a day's meal
3: by the way uh it, going meat only means no beer
1: that's very true too it is true oh that is, that is true that's She's the game changer
3: right there <laughs> Because mm. you're consuming hops, you
2: know? Yeah, it's made out of grains. So so you are there's drinking... Got, there's there's got drink, you know. to be some some sort of alcohol that's got some, like...
1: You could just drink meat. Baileys. Just <laughs> <the> straight Baileys.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, any, any cream liqueur. Yeah.
1: I mean, technically, if you let ma- milk, like, sour enough, I mean, could it develop an alcoholic content where you're just drinking, like like kefir water is basically melt so i mean
2: yeah you I mean, might that- you might have
1: something there i think is what oh, i'm like saying
2: f- fermented <laughs> cheese water what the f- <laughs> I'm just i'm <laughs> thinking outside <laughs> the box
3: just thinking about it
2: <laughs> let's like like the water off the top of the sour cream
1: <laughs> that's basically what i'm talking there might be something be some abv abv content there i don't know maybe maybe we'll have to like, nice. I, we might have one in the back nice of the fridge <laughs> what's so give me a day's meal like what would you eat on meat and dairy only
2: no let's see
1: wake up in the morning
2: so meat I mean, technically an egg is meat <clears throat> meat, meat i think
3: meat counts if you're if you because egg, egg counts as far as okay
1: as all right so you have eggs and bacon in the yeah. morning is that <laughs> what i'm hearing
3: you can't play, yeah eggs and bacon or you know okay, okay fair yeah. enough
2: that's like you know normal or some maybe some ham or something
1: sure you okay. get to lunch
2: yeah Bacon. okay and then you know for lunch you can go ahead and do like a double down from um, kfc one of them classic meat with meat with meat but
3: with would slice you have of to choose in there to hold it all together chicken? um it'd have to be just straight meat
2: i mean you can do grilled yeah just grilled okay okay, or, okay. all right just, i mean you can get a nice grilled. Be actually grilled to be better anyways it's not falling True. apart you can, and that char would Tell hold there. it on there nicely yeah and then and end of the night you just finish it off you know it's just like a nice small <laughs> small little steak
1: you know and, i think that that would be enjoyable for like three days and then on like the fourth day you're like oh my god i don't want to eat any more meat
2: <laughs> see but that that's where you just like you do it as you start you get some of that uh jerky chaw and you just suck on that all day so you're getting your protein you're getting your nutrients you're getting all your stuff you just
3: yeah. That perfect. that sounds like it would be enjoyable
1: for half a day. For
3: half a day. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I could I can do it.
1: I so like I'm I can't do like lactose or like dairy really at all. <laughs> like, I do eat it, but like I can't cuz it just hurts. But like it would just be my own personal hell doing a purely <laughs> meat and dairy diet. <laughs> cuz I'd like I'd obviously gravitate towards like cheese or something, but like then it would just like oh god, screw me it. over, <laughs> right? That's,
3: that's <laughs> the thing that would kind of like like I mean I like me I love oh my god I'm a cheese hound,
0: <laughs>
3: like literally <laughs> in my fridge. There's like three cheese. different types of cheeses right right now. There's like three different types of cheeses. Love it. I got like mozzarella, colby jack, and I got Munster cheese. Like literally in my in my refrigerator right that's now. That's a good
1: that's a good
2: standard there. That's a good one. Yeah. I had uh, what we had had, it was a sharp extremely sharp cheddar white cheddar that has uh, blueberries
3: in it Mm. oh
2: so it's like nice and and sharp and tangy and then you get that sweetness of the blueberry I've
3: never had that but like Mm. I would try that I'm not sure if I'd like it but I think I could try it
2: it's delicious and you you can't stop eating it but you get have to eat only small pieces because you can throw a big piece and then be like, oh, that was too much. I'm sharp steaks.
3: <laughs> it's like, yep. I love sharp cheddar. No, too sharp, too sharp, too sharp. Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> it's that pain like you're talking about. You're telling your tongue, you're just like, oh,
0: it hurts.
3: It's like That's me whenever I try and eat like salt and vinegar chips. Like That first mm. chip, mmm, this tastes good. And then you eat more and it's like, my mouth is like numb and on fire and it hurts.
1: I don't um, know, man. I can go hard on some salt and vinegar chips. Like I don't have too. them that often, but like I can, I can eat those a lot.
3: Like, like I love the taste. I love the, like even or salt and vinegar fries. Yeah, they're delicious. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I can only eat so much of them before just my mouth goes numb. And you know, really your tongue sucks.
2: starts, uh, you know, getting pits in it. It's yeah, just like, yeah, the yeah, flesh.
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or, like I start talking like this because. My tongue is numb. And I don't know, to dare.
2: Hey, so, you're like, oh, this will help. Take a nice big swig of beer, and the carbonation just <laughs> oh, no. agitates it, and there's like a zot in your mouth.
3: Oh, that's like me whenever, because like I'm a big like uh, like uh, like so- chips and salsa kind of person. Um, nice. You know, it's like you you think you're smart, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna have milk with my salsa because you know it, it's a neutralizer. But the, the thing is, milk's very filling. So you're just munching on the chips and salsa, all of a sudden. My stomach feels like it's going to explode. Yep. It's like your your mouth is fine because you've been neutralizing it, but your stomach is taking the brunt of the the, the damage. You're like, right. Oh, I want to die. <laughs> and then yep. you fart, and you're like, "This is better." I'm good now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've been going through like a weird like I've I've hit this hit this point in my life where like or this point of the year where I'm doing like lots of sunflower seeds. Again, um, and it's been going on for like a couple months, but it only happens for a like specific couple months. Hmm. And so like my mouth will like every couple weeks start getting really sore. I'm like, oh, I can't do anymore. more in this side of the cheek. It starts yeah. shedding, shedding a like, layer oh. or two of skin inside your mouth.
3: <laughs> like, like, you know, we, we pro- you know, most of us, we kind of have like one mouth primary chew on and it just, your mouth gets tired. So you got to shift it over. To this side and then like that one time you forget to do it you're like oh
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's basically like i'm i'm it's like i'm chewing tobacco but it's like not as bad <laughs> it just <laughs> still sucks
3: <laughs> it's the same this thing it's gonna sucks. kill you faster i never understood how anyone could chew tobacco that's gotta taste nasty Yes,
2: yeah, gross it's not good my uncle's no. done it since he was eighteen, and he swallows, he doesn't, he don't. Yeah, so, bad. so he, That's so he, one. so
3: he, he swallows instead of spitting.
2: I mean, he'll, he'll spit every now and then, but like,
3: I love, I love how he's like, he went there. You just went there. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: You had to walk through.
3: Yeah, that's what you have to do, you know. When the joke's there, you gotta take it. You gotta yes and.
2: You can't Calvin it and think that things are actually real when they're bits. Mm-hmm.
1: Little saltiness there, man. I mean, this, <laughs> this episode's got a little saltiness directed at he Calvin. It,
3: he's, got, he's got a little salt and vinegar. Uh, yeah, he laugh. does. I gotta,
1: I
2: gotta throw it at him. He said he would, he'd tie in from Jersey, and I said, all right, we're good to go. And he went, nope.
3: nice to know you can throw it back.
0: Right.
3: Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can <laughs> i mean he, he helped me
2: over my doing my project here so you know i can't be too too mean to him
1: how'd the project go by the way
2: good good actually yeah. we got most all of it done i kind of want to buy an excavator now it was very
1: fun <laughs> you <laughs> look <laughs> like you belonged it's, on top of that thing
3: it's fun to destroy stuff oh yeah i, I was digging ditches like a mofo man i was <laughs> what is it about like us men and our love of digging holes like it is like I I I'm guilty I of it myself. I just don't understand. Like, why do we love digging holes?
1: Well, excavator digging. Like, I'm not just gonna dig. Go out there with a shovel and start digging. But
2: I mean, if you got, think like, I'm I'm gonna clear this little hill off just because, and then you start get going at it with a pickaxe. You just like you get going, and you're like, I don't know oh, about I, that. I went about ten feet too far. <laughs> now I gotta turn this into something cool. So now I gotta <laughs> dig just more. Like you just
3: kind of get in the zone of working. Huh. You know, like you know, kind of like you know, when you gotta get into the rhythm of it, and you're just, like, your mind goes blissfully blank, and just, the world just, like, kind of just shrinks around you, and it's just... Do, do, and all of a sudden, ten hours pass by, and you, you, uh, you snap out of it, and your arms are literally just, like... <laughs> like why, my, why why did my arms suddenly just turn to jelly? Right. you have been going at this for ten hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so you guys did finish, though?
3: Uh, or? I
2: mean, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the half hour of getting the... Equipment here, the tr- track fell off on the one side, so they had to send someone from Shahelas to come fix it. Oh no, uh, that was a good hour. Uh, so I lost about three and a half hours worth of work that day. Are and you then... so, so
3: you're saying the job went off the rails?
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit,
3: <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. But then didn't have any problems after he fixed it. I like think the
2: uh, idler was just not greased enough. I don't think it was tight enough. That's um, for sure. for so we gotta had grease like... some,
3: gotta grease some wheels.
2: Yeah, you do. Well, this one because you have to squeeze it up because that's what pushes up against the track to keep it on there. So if you get a little any loss of pressure, it'll just soon fall Mm. off soon as you start turning.
3: Yeah, yeah, you gotta bust that lube. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Concrete am sorry, I'm on point (laughs) That's
2: fine. That thing busted. Uh, We got almost done with the job and uh, there's the set key that holds the pulley on to spin the blade. The set key, for some reason, decided to just Explode!
3: Oh no, so so you are so cutting you're, and
2: it's just done.
3: <laughs> so you're saying it was off key? Yep,
2: it was very, very off key. <laughs> so we got most uh, of it done, and I got like my front dug too for the other drainage. And so yeah,
3: you were like, wh- why, why is, why is my excavator seeing a coin to your witcher? I, I don't understand. <laughs> A little bit of callback uh, to an earlier conversation. Right. right, right.
1: You, you guys got to be careful. That song will get stuck in my head for at least a week straight. Because if, if, if yeah.
3: need be, I can start humming DuckTales. that will replace it.
1: DuckTales Duck is was, pretty good. I do that's not. One, I did not watch DuckTales. That was I not my Duck thing. DuckTales?
3: That theme song is even more of an earworm. Duck-tales. Is it? It is, yeah. Life is a Mm
2: hmm. You've heard it on many '90s movies too. Have I? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: I, I used to I used to uh, have this have like joke with my friends like every so often I'd I'd like randomly send it to him send it to my friend and he just yell, you know type back in all caps I just got this out of my head bro <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, that was kind of
3: a running joke is like I just send him the Ducktail theme or like I'd randomly start playing it while we're hanging it out and the joke was we, or or he do it to me. And like I'd say, I just got out of my head, man.
2: <laughs> it's like driving down, uh, like right, right, at the end of school, when all the little kids are getting let out, and just blaring "Baby Shark," just driving real slow. Oh my god! <laughs> all the all, all the parents. Is,
3: that is a Geneva, Geneva Convention violation, and and you you are a monster.
2: <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes you gotta show the parents who's who's the best, who's the best. Show who's around. a real shark. Yeah. <laughs> We did have, have some often. dude Was pick Or even
3: better go, go to a high school and then like as they as they're coming out start playing Cocomelon songs.
1: Coca-Melon. What's Cocomelon?
3: It's a it's a YouTube channel that's like one of the biggest YouTube channels. Basically it's for it's a it's it's for parents to play it. Uh like nursery rhymes for like Oh god,
1: child. I know what this
2: is. Oh yeah, I know what that is that Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh god, it's, it's was playing.
3: If you're ever around, like, parents of, like, really young kids, you probably had to, like, have them on melon. It is the most annoying stuff, but it keeps kids quiet. And you know how parents, uh, they love to shove something in their kid's face as long as it shuts them up.
2: I mean, I did the same thing with my kid, but I, you know, I was classy. I her listen to, you know, Azalee Dying, some, uh, my, eh, a little bit of My Chemical Romance, but, like, AFI and, you know. Darn them young, I see. Oh, yeah, my... My daughter loves the betraying the martyrs version of uh, let it go. That's like one of her favorite versions.
3: Are what you is... saying that you are you saying your kids are classically trained?
2: Oh, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> she has an appreciation for Star Wars and uh Zelda and all all, all those right. good all things. All right,
3: where where is the crown? We need to crown you a soldier of the century. <laughs> like seriously. Your parenting, you're doing it right, bro. Like seriously. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Uh like she went to the Renaissance Fair the one year, but she had to be a princess. So she wore her bright blue dress and got all dolled up. But she was, she was there.
1: It was great. Oh, that's cute,
2: man. Mm-hmm.
3: If I had a daughter, I'd want to take her to the Ren Fair and like where she dresses Princess Peach.
2: Yeah, we'll go to uh, Comic-Con for that.
3: Yeah, see, see my problem. See, here's my problem. I, I do Comic-Cons now, but I have tables. So I can't really have the Comic-Con experience even though I'm there. At, my, at best, I can maybe, like, have, like, five to ten minutes to kind of walk around. But usually I'm just talking to other artists and networking. like, right. least, like I can maybe visit, like, one celebrity if I really, really want to. I can't attend panels because those are an hour. I can't be gone from my table for that long. But, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's kind of a bummer.
2: Yeah. Did you uh, do Emerald City?
3: No, that, that's way too far for me. I just,
2: was, I just wasn't sure of how far you'd go or how far your, your reach is yet. Right
3: now, I'm just doing stuff in, like, the southeastern Michigan metro area. Okay. For me, I'm I'm trying to eventually work up to do Motor City Comic Con, which is, like, the biggest one in Michigan. Okay. Uh, and then from there, it's on to the Chicago conventions.
2: Okay, cool.
3: Like, it's kind of, you know, because, like, uh, Chicago is, like, four hours away from me. Got so it. it's, I need to do it overnight, but it wouldn't be too bad bad to travel. But like Chicago, I get like C two E two Wizard World, um, uh, Motor City Comic Con is like the big one in Michigan. That's like three four hundred dollars a table. Got you know that's kind of work it up to that. And then right. from there, honestly, um, probably some stuff in Ohio. Um, you know, just kind of work 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 my way. Yeah. Eventually, for sure. eventually I, I plan on getting like a Ford Flex and just have that be like my my uh, my work van. You know, mm. something comfortable that I can drive cross country with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all about like working up to it. I'm I've been making good strides. Like I've been selling good at conventions, but it's all just kind of right now. I got like my short term plans, long term, mid term, and like long term plans. Right. Mm.
2: Yeah. Well, and well by being on here, you know, this is re- having your reach over here on the West Coast. So oh, yeah. All, all them yeah. all them bimps out there. You guys better check out his stuff. <laughs>
3: Oh, so uh, you, wh- why don't we talk about it then? Yeah, absolutely. Talk about it even more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, what do you uh, have coming
1: out soon? Or go ahead, you had something. You... So,
3: so, I do have something coming yeah, out soon. And it's off. currently in the, the pre launch phase. So, if you got like the link, you can kind of drop it or or whatever. Oh, yeah, I- mm-hmm. I- I-
2: it'll so. all, it'll all be in the description.
3: Nice, nice, nice. So, my my latest comic is called Screecher. It's like a female Batman kind of story, where you have this young woman named Avia Fletcher. She's nineteen years old. And her father was jailed for a crime he did not commit. And basically he worked for this company called Eden Pharmaceuticals, where they're developing this renewable energy resource. And the company wanted to weaponize it. So he destroyed the process to where what was left was that he had a formula in his head. So they basically jailed him for embezzlement. And that happened in like 2012 when she was about 12 years old. Flash forward, uh, you know, seven years. And she's now 19 years old. She was called back to Michigan. Because she was living in New York, and uh, you know her, her, she's got basically. They're gonna do something to her father that's gonna get the information, but it's gonna kill him. So she's kind of racing against the clock, but she can't really fight against this 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 uh corporation that's doing dirty tactics as herself. So she dons a mantle of Screecher, because like around t- 2005, uh, the mother made a superhero suit for Harrison, the father. As like a wedding present at least that's the story he's told okay. you know wink wink, wink nudge, not you know um so she she, fit, she refits the costume for herself and she becomes creature you know she doesn't really have any powers of her own i mean she has abilities you know, like gymnastics martial arts but it's mostly like kind of like the it's just like she's like a tech hero kind of thing
1: you right
0: know? cool
3: yeah.
1: i i really like how it's you know set in michigan 'Cause there's n no, or uh yeah, there's not a lot of uh heroes coming out of Michigan necessarily, so
3: I I, I aim to change that. like Yeah. Cause Torrent Samurai actually takes place in Detroit.
1: Right. A okay. version
3: of Detroit. Um, and then Screecher will take place in Ann Arbor. And then I have like a bunch of other comics. Like I have a Robin Hood story that's gonna be set in Detroit. Um I got uh some stuff kinda set on like the west side of the state, you know. Cool. Um, just it's just I write what I know, and I'm like 20 minutes from Ann Arbor, I can literally drive and photograph the locations, I can have it set in real life places, like, I already know where the final battle is going to take place, it's, it's going to be an actual road in, in like, Ipsy Ann Arbor area, and I, it's an actual place that you can go to, where I know the final battle is going to take place. Right. Awesome.
1: No, that's, that's really very cool. cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know you were telling me earlier, uh, b- well, before Devin got here, because he was running late. Sorry. That for the fourth wall for everybody. He was running late. Shh. Uh, <laughs> I, I like calling you out. It's fun. Uh, you were telling me about the, your idea for the Seattle one. On you,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you want to expand on that one a little more,
3: or is that one you want to yeah. Keep more? Yeah, that, no, no, no. That's fine. So my next comic book after this one, which uh, let me just kind of close the door, because like, <laughs> there's other people out there. <laughs> Um, hey, it is what it is. Absolutely. You know. Um, but yeah, so it's called Ika Ray. It's kind of like an Aquaman, Iron Man kind of combination. And basically it's set in Seattle and it stars this person named, uh, Rafe Newman. Uh, basically he's kind of the black sheep of, of his family. His, his, uh, father is Barry Newman, the owner of AquaTech, which is a, um, a military contractor, but it focuses on Marine warfare. They're based in Seattle. And, uh, basically it's, 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 there's two brothers. There's Rafe, and then there's Kaiser. They're supposed to be half-brothers, but, like, you know, <laughs>
1: there's some stuff uh, there.
3: Yeah, and then so there's this, uh, so, so basically they're, they're half-brothers. Wink. And, uh, you got, you got the mother, Leah, who's, like, the mother of Kaiser, and then the other mother was very cheated on Leah, you know. And, uh, <laughs> And that's how Rafe got on, Then the mother died, and then Barry took him in. But like, kind of like you know, like the mother, Leah never, never liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, K- Kaiser is like, he's got like, you know, it's kind of like that kind of relationship you have with a brother where it's like, I f***ing hate you, but no one else f**ks you but me. You know, it's like, right. it's like I hate you, but like, like, or, or but when people say like, hey, let's f him over, like, no, just because I hate him doesn't mean I want him to ruin his life. You know, so it's like, never, they are never really close, but it's like some sort of brotherly kind of respect and love there, you know. Um, and so, Barry dies, and he basically, he leaves half the company to each of the brothers. And this causes a conflict, because Rafe, being the black sheep of the family, just kind of did his own thing. He joined the Olympic swimming team, and was a gold medalist in swimming. You know, and he's just basically kind of been doing that stuff, so he's called <laughs> from Florida back to Seattle. And so Barry left the company to both of them. They both equally own the company, 50%. And so now Rafe has to do, um, you know, work stuff. Whereas Kaiser has been like, our Kai has been like his second in command. And Kaiser's position is like, I wouldn't care if if they would have given Rafe like a bunch of money, some houses. You know, like he actually has like good reason for being angry. Because like he's nowhere near ready for this stuff. And now he has half the business and has to acknowledge it. And so like that kinda sets up some awesome stuff. First day of Rafe's company. You know, he gets this assistant named Monica, used to be the assistant to uh to Barry, you know. And basically, uh she kind of digs digs this suit out of storage where Rafe uh had done his his, his master's thesis on perpetual tidal energy. You know, like perpetual motion. Right. Except you know, with tidal energy. And it's like this suit that kinda runs water through it, you know, enhancement thing. And he had done it, like, theoretically, Barry had built it. It's kind of one of those, like, moments where, like, you, you think your father hates you, but then, like, he die he dies and you you find the shoebox full of all the news clippings of all the stuff right. he did. And you realize, oh, he kept them you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of moment, you know. And so, and she says, oh, the suit never worked. But as soon as Rafe touches it, it springs to life for some reason. Mm. And so kind of fly for you know, the next day they're, they're inspecting a, a formal oil derrick about a mile offshore, when some stuff starts happening, you know, this is kind of the call to action moment, and he saves some people using the suit, and, and, you know, in particular, there's this woman doing some under, underwater welding, because, like, explosions are going off, like the rig is collapsing, he saves her, you know, it's like, oh, I can be a superhero, and then it's kind of revealed, oh, those explosions were blue, those were aquatech, underwater charges the only people who, who had access to those are Aquatech employees and senior ones at that so it's like uh eh, there's some inso- you know some foul stuff afoot and kind of starts this whole conspiracy this whole eco terrorist group kind of starts popping up out of nowhere called called uh blackfish and and like the second in command is this like monstrosity called echo who's like half man half dolphin okay because the thing is i'm in this universe there's the merfolk and the mermen. The, the mers are basically your standard mermaids. Mermaids and mermen, you know, like little mermaid. Kind
1: right, of right, right, right. Mm-hmm.
3: The merfolk are human-animal hybrids to where when they did nuclear testing back in the 40s and 50s, human DNA got mixed into the water, and when they did the blast, it fused with the animals there, and okay. they became hybrids. Okay. And so, so echo is kind of one of these merfolks. They're two separate species. Gotcha. Uh, and, um, and basically, uh, you know, he's kind of, you know, and, and so basically he has this power, like, you know how, like, the dolphins have, like, the echolocation, you do good, mm-hmm. do high-powered sonic kind of, you know, yeah. kind of, like, you know, right. kind of thing. That's, that's kind of the thing. That's why he's called, Echo. Very that's cool. Thing. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's kind of this whole kind of mystery that kind of unfolds, and, you know, you got this, uh, sea witch called, uh, Ursa, who, uh, was a deep-sea kraken for the nuclear blast kind of awaken the magic within her, to where she can transform into human form, she can kind of do spells and whatnot, you know. And she may, may or may not be uh, playing some tricks with the family. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Cool. That's pretty interesting. And I'm, I'm pretty psyched to see it set in the Pacific Northwest. I'm kind yeah, of a sucker for anything like that, so...
3: Yeah, so that's, that's going to be pretty good. Like, I wanted a water-based stuff, and, like... Yeah. I mean, I had four choices... It's like New York played out, LA played out, yeah. Florida could work, but it's a little bit cliche.
0: Right. I,
3: it's like, I've always loved the city of Seattle. Cause like I'm a Nirvana fan, you know, it's like, I always love kind of the atmosphere of Seattle. You know, I feel like, I feel like to doing a water-based superhero book, Seattle, it just feels perfect. You know, Florida yeah. maybe, but like, um, but like, but, like, I don't know, like, when I, when I think of water and cities, I think of Seattle.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Especially Florida with, um... Florida's gross. Yeah, Florida's gross.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even so with, like,
1: like, yeah.
3: So, like, with I- Ika, Ray, I was kind of, like, obviously, the Aquaman Iron Iron Mesa, but uh, a lot of the genesis was I was trying to do, like, uh, you know how Iron Fist, you know, like, the corporation, bit of a corporate Game of Thrones kind of thing, like... <laughs> Uh nice. Leah is very heavily inspired by Cersei kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you got these these brothers, half brothers, you know, some stuff and um also the other thing is uh Rafe and uh the Newmans are black. So it's like, you know, they like they got that kind of family. Right. But, you know cool. like I mean obviously i I mean obviously Rafe is kinda of more like a Jason Momoa type, you know, like I, I couldn't help myself, you know. Yeah. But like
2: yeah, you have to have the heart throb.
3: Yeah, and 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 people are going to be calling me out for it. I know. I'm going to try and tone it down, but like, I I, gotta, I really want to give Ray those dreads. You know. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well it's jason like oh momoa. he's doing an aquaman iron man thing and his character's based off of jason momoa <laughs> of course you know like I'm...
1: when jason momoa was cast as as aquaman like i mean it, it was a good fit for him not to say i, I like the aquaman movie necessarily but i like it it was a good fit it was, was a good fit he, he, i think
2: yeah he was like the only person that really could pull off Aquaman. I mean, like, to
3: be fair, they completely they had to basically invent a whole new type of Aquaman character to make him cool. They did right. because he
2: was a whiny little white boy. That's <laughs> that was what you think of Aquaman. Like And I think they they, think, they made fun of it so much.
3: Yeah. I think leaning into like the royal politics of Aquaman, I think was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the king and stuff and the like I think doing that actually works really well for like a DC comic book story. You know, and I I liked Man. the The only thing bad about it is there's a one of the one of the actresses in it shits in bed, so it's kind of you know a little, <laughs> little bit difficult to go go back to.
2: Oh boy. Uh,
3: I, I'm, I'm sorry. They had, do, that, they had to do so many does.
2: takes of that movie because the chemi- like they did not have any chemistry. You, even at all. then, they just, had on a professional it. level, like even before all this Johnny stuff, like there just was nothing between them. Like. Yeah, it looks like it on camera because they had to cut it to where it was like I. That kind of looks like they're showing emotion to each other.
3: <laughs> like, why do you like? I I am all but convinced Amelia Clark is gonna take the role. Hey, because That's because cool. think about it. They know like if if I'm if I'm WB, I was like okay, we, we we need chemistry with with Jason Momoa. Oh okay, wait, Amelia Clark, she could do <laughs> the already, role. Look. She's already she's got, got the, the chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just look at I mean, look at like. Look at how they acted. Like they—they're obviously like off camera. They obviously have really good chemistry. Right. They like yeah. each other, and it's like you want chemistry between. Th- like it's the easiest route. Plus Amelia Clark, she could do the role. You know, probably better yeah. than than uh, Amber Turd.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. My they, God. We got I, a I just
2: a look at you know how what great acting they, that they do. So. <laughs> uh,
3: <ooh. laughs> Apparently not not enough you know that that performance costs are 12 million dollars but you know
1: oh boy but like okay
3: this is like it when when i i just really want to see a scene cuz apparently she you know uh Mira is supposed to give birth or something i really want to mm. see a scene where they're in the oh. delivery room and uh Mira is watching game of thrones and, uh. and be watching that crap you know just like I just oh. want to see a scene watching Game of Thrones. And it doesn't really need to be like a, a Daenerys scene. Just like just anything from Game Something. of Thrones. And they comment on it. Just, just please, I, for the I love don't, of God, please do that.
2: I don't think they can do that because Deadpool's it's already WB. done it for. Uh, right. But, but Deadpool's already done it for both things. Yeah. He, he, no, if once you do that, you're just ripping off Deadpool. Uh, De- more of like, a
3: wink, wink kind of thing. Because like Deadpool is just like he literally tells you the full right. Ball right. Versus them, it's just more of a you know kind of like wink, wink kind of thing, like nudge, nudge, like you know whatever. Yeah,
2: I, I feel like people would pull like, oh well, yeah, they just pull, just take it. Deadpool does the same thing.
3: I mean, maybe, but it would honestly, be funny. It think. would
2: be really funny, though. It would be great if they did that. And I think mean, because
3: like DC's legally, so weird, though. Legally, they can do it because like you know one of the Brothers owns Game of Thrones, and right. honestly, I feel True. like.
2: For, like, they the want everything of...
3: now. <laughs> well, yeah. For like, w- for like Aquaman, which is kind of like you know tongue in cheek. I feel like that joke would probably fit well within the tone of like probably. the kind of movie they do. So it's like it would work. it's just, I mean, they probably won't do it. Um, I think Amelia Clark being cast is highly probable, but like the Game of Thrones bit is a wishful thinking.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. There hasn't been any official recasting, right? Of Mara, yeah. okay. just
3: heavy, heavy rumors, right? Yeah,
2: and they know one thing they were talking about was just like just not having scenes together either. Because apparently
3: uh they cut they cut Mira scenes down to as much as they could, which was like ten minutes. You know, wow. like
2: And and that wasn't even anything of like, oh, because of all that happened, it was just it wasn't good. Yeah, right. like like Walter Hermada
3: literally testified that like, yeah. He wasn't doing very good in the movie, so they like, pared down. Like they literally wrote the second movie, where like, okay, how much, how little can we get away with these characters? Because like, they gotta include Mira, because like they set her up as a girlfriend.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just, there's no like that, no chemistry between them, so he just couldn't. Do, they I
3: mean, couldn't they're do obviously it. doing reshoots. I mean, they are adding Batfleck into the movie, so that that makes me happy. Oh, there you go. I did
2: like him as Batman.
3: I I, I thought did t- he was did a,
2: too. a good like switch. Because he wasn't just like I'm Batman, or you know, that the Christian Bale Batman, you know, like it wasn't like, or and it, like it was just a different take. Because he was just like an angry man. He right, he he watched this alien, two aliens destroy the city, and he was just pissed. Like you just killed yeah, all and, and... of these innocent people. I, I love that about the new the reboot of of Superman too. Is they they didn't make him like oh it's this. He's the savior of everything. Like, no, this, is this, this guy's destroying all of our everything. Right.
3: Yeah, honestly, I feel like <sighs> Superman gets a lot of flack for being too dark. It's like they were building up to the hopeful Superman. You know, they were, they're, that's obviously mm-hmm. the direction they were going towards. Like, even yeah. in that first movie, there was a lot of hope in his character, you know. Um, and I, I do like the whole, like, what would it be like if Superman was on our Earth? You know, and that I, actually, I I defend BVS because I think it asks asks a, asks a question: How would people react to Superman? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of a topic that really hasn't been explored in mass media. I mean, obviously the comics have kind of explored it a good deal, but like in movies, you haven't really touched upon that topic. I mean, the boys kind of have like a a uh, a very cynical take on it. But right. Yeah. There is there is <laughs> that's some a nice way of putting it. <laughs> Yeah, but I will say there is some truth to like, you know, superheroes as celebrities and corporatized. It's very cynical. It's very a negative viewpoint, but there is some truth to it. I will say.
2: Yeah. The then... thing. Okay. I,
1: no,
2: I've been cutting you off. Go ahead.
1: You go ahead. Uh, I was. It was just a joke about She-Hulk. That's all it was. I was gonna try Uh-oh. to put a, a joke about She-Hulk. I was gonna <laughs> she- say, and She-Hulk. I is mean, a She-Hulk
3: s- is a joke. He is a joke. <laughs> a
1: joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, but I'm got, sorry, gotta watch but, it like, but, like, I just can't understand the people, like, you know, the whole twerking scene. It's like, you want her to be, like, she <laughs> wants to be taken seriously, she gets tired of ogling, and then she twerks in her office, which would be a career-ending move for any attorney. Wow. Oh, I have not watched this yet. No. You
1: have not watched She-Hulk yet? No, I haven't, no. What have
3: you been doing? I'm ditches. trying to stay away from it.
1: Yeah, but you watch it anyways. <laughs> Right. If that, yeah. I think
3: that's what they want, they want you to hate watch. They want you to do all this stuff. Literally, the best thing you do is apathy. Is you don't give them what you want. Like I try not to talk about it. Sometimes I react to some stuff. Like, I see a clip online or something, I'll react to it. But like they want you to hate watch. They want you to watch it to, to crap on it. You don't give them the attention they want. They, they do this. It's, it's called fan baiting. You know, they do this stuff purposely to piss people off and get people talking about it. It's a free promotion. that's, that's all it is. True, but it's
2: also going to turn into one of those things that, you know, ten years down the line you know, we're going to be walking through the house and we're going to see it and like ugh, out of that crap and then we're going to stand there for the next 30 minutes and watch it, and not do it or, like throw the thing away that's in our hand because it's such a great hot piece of garbage you can't not watch it that's what that's <laughs> you what, buy the that's what you... they want because well, they, they want you to, to you to stop and just pay attention to it because then now,
3: now you're thinking about it, now you're like yeah, maybe I will buy that movie. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's why you don't even think about it. You give them apathy. Like, Rings of Power. I, I stay away from it because it's, it's not for me. I literally have the DVD special editions of Lord of the Rings literally on my shelf right now. they sitting there right now. Those aren't going anywhere, okay? Right. I got my Lord of the Rings. You know, people like Rings of Power. Sure, I'm happy for them. But it's not, it's not my Lord of the Rings. My Lord of the Rings are sitting on the shelf right over there. So I'm good. Yeah, because this is. Uh, this one's. Uh,
2: before the Cimmerillion? Oh, you know what? The, or, not, so no, no, no. It's, it's in between the Cimmerillion and the Lord of the Rings. It's
3: Second Age. Um, yeah. The, the, the thing that's really hilarious, they literally. Literally, the, the story is based off of 50 pages from the appendices. Because yeah. they have the rights to Lord of the Rings, which includes the appendices. So they're making up half the shit they're doing. Like, actually, probably oh, more yeah. than percent and it's also stuff like hobbits weren't in the second age, you know. Mm-hmm. And like um and so they're called hardfoots. And it's like and it's like I would actually be a little bit more understanding of black elves, but they made them so fucking ugly. They're like, supposed to be fair and beautiful, you know, Well, like,
2: I don't know. Look, the dark elves were they're not really like cuz they're I'm just they're, trying to be fair. I'm bitter. just trying to
3: be I'm trying to be a little yeah, bit, could, you know.
2: Because most of, like, most of the fantasy that we have is based off Tolkien. Like, you know, that the, el- the races and things like that. Yeah, like, like
3: technically, like, I could be wrong, but I believe in Tolkien, the elves weren't black. But I'm trying to be charitable. No, I'm no, no, no. To... Uh,
2: right. The, the the ones that, in, like, the like the, the Lord of the Rings and things like that, they were all just, like, they are all white wood elves and the uh, the ones yeah. that were in But uh, I'm trying Rivendell to be charitable
3: and... by saying, I can tolerate elves being black as long as you stay true to the characters and the source material. Right. Like I'm See? trying to be charitable. Like I'm trying not to be a hardliner, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, it's cuz I'm a compromise person. Like like for example, uh 2003 Daredevil, like the Kingpin was black. Even though he's ter- stereotypically white, but Michael Clark Duncan nailed that role. That oh, yeah, I did. did. That movie or has Jim one. Gordon of the, the, in the Batman. I think the, the guy who played the, Jim Gordon the Batman, even though he's black, he is a perfect Gordon. So it's like Yeah, he did it good. I just don't want to be this hardline person. It's I'm, I'm more of a say true to the character, say true to the source material, and I and I'm willing to put up with a lot.
2: It's like Power Rangers, the remake of that. I liked it except Goldar. Goldar was not this weird drippy gold thing. He was a sphinx monster. That's what Goldar was. I will say was. their
3: version of Rita Repulsa was awesome. I love oh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth was Banks so, so great. He had amazing as Rita. She just devoured the scenery. I love it. Like that. even though it wasn't like the original version, it like she's great. Because here's the thing, Rita Repulsa in the original was hella campy, so oh, it yeah. was still kind of in the same <laughs> vein. Like it was, it was like the like it may not be been the same character, but it had the same spirit. Like it was, it was created from the same well. Like both drew from the same well, and it's it felt like a modern version of Rita Repulsa. Like it was like. Okay, this is still Rita Repulsa, different character, but, like, you know what I'm saying?
2: It, it made you understand it a little bit more, too, of she had the Green Ranger power.
3: Yeah, like, honestly, I felt like those kind of additions to the lore, I thought they were great. I thought that it was good. Yeah. For sense, you know, being like, she was the Green Ranger and of that, and, like, that, that made a lot of sense. I mean, they didn't really have that in the Power Rangers.
2: They set it up for number two as well. Because freaking Tommy... I mean, they, they were
3: setting it up for long term because, you gotta remember, they were going after the Zeo Crystal. Which, right? the Zeo Crystal is, was literally the fourth season. So mm-hmm. it's like, they had, like, like six movies maybe planned. They could have, you know? oh
2: man. I, I don't know why they didn't do any more with it, though. Let's
3: look into that a little I, bit oh, more. The problem with the movie is it's a it's a two-hour, keen-age, coming-of-age movie with a half-an-hour Power Ranger episode tacked onto the end. That makes not prob- worth
2: it, though. Look, it's Origin.
3: I mean, I feel like they didn't do enough Power Rangers stuff. Like, I like the movie, mm. don't get me wrong. Right. And I feel like them abandoning this after they put in all these, all that legwork
2: Abandoning like Devin just did. Just abandoning it. Just leaving.
3: Uh, then, uh, there's a couple other things. Like, Hasbro owns Power Rangers now. So oh, do they?
2: It's not Sabian anymore?
3: No. Or is, is, not, and, is was it Sabian? Haim Saban, you know, Saban. So yeah. basically, Power Rangers, So partners is based off a Japanese show called Super Sentai. Haim right. Saban, you know, blah, blah, blah. In the mid-2000s, he sold at Disney. Disney owned it for about six years or so. It's called the Disney era. Oh, and I didn't know Saban Disney bought had it. it. Yeah, they did from about Wild Force to RPM. Okay. Uh, Wild Force is kind of like a half-and-half half season, because Wild Force was still done by MMPR Productions. But from Ninja Storm through RPM is pure Disney. Because, like, Disney, they, they moved from LA to New Zealand. And then when Haim Saban bought it back in, like, 2010 or, or 2011 or so, um, that's, like, Samurai through uh, Ninja Steel, I believe. Um, that's, like, you know, the Neo Saban era. Right. Um, they, they still kept in the and then Hasbro bought them and that's what you have now. Okay. Um So so like they're still in the, the same facility that Disney was in in New Zealand. That's why like after, like in like the late the mid to late 2000s all of a sudden uh all the Power Rangers had like badly disguised New Zealand accents and like they're obviously in New Zealand for a lot of those seasons.
2: Oh, I didn't notice that. Interesting.
3: Yeah, I mean, like for example, huh. if you watch Mystic Force, which is yeah. a fantasy stuff, and, and they actually take advantage of the fact that they're in New Zealand, you know. Oh, cool! Um, like or, the scenery
2: and like all that.
3: Yeah, I mean, from from Ninja from Ninja Storm through RPM and onward, they're in New Zealand.
1: Okay.
2: Were you ever so, into the
3: Power in the Rangers, Devin?
1: No, that's why I actually use this time to go to the bathroom. That's why I, I, I haven't here, seen that, Power I Rangers since I was like seven. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, so I'm, not, which,
3: I'm a huge Power Rangers fan, so I can talk about this crap for hours.
2: Which Power Rangers is is what did you start with though? Like what was your one you grew up on?
3: I mean MMPR. Friends? Like I I have my You, own, you are were
2: original, right?
3: Oh, I'm an OG. <laughs>
2: okay, so Devin, you want to start when you're seven. You're younger than us, so Yeah. Me at least.
1: I was I don't I don't, honestly I don't know. I hold on, let me just look up Power Rangers. I don't yeah, even know what I Cause
2: I yeah, like. I wasn't the original. Like I, I remember long, like when it came out, and like I was like, "This is my show." I loved it so much. Like, my my daughter doesn't like it though because it gives her, she said, it gives oh. her nightmares. But she, Spunton, it was,
3: yeah. Have you checked out some of the Power Rangers comics?
2: I haven't yet. I've seen something about them. And I, they looked really they're good. They're doing
3: a crossover with Godzilla. Nice. It's a it's a comic book series: Power Rangers versus Godzilla.
2: Oh, it's going to be Zord versus Zilla. I mean, amazing. mean, so, yeah,
3: it's, it, you need to check that uh,
2: out. And it sounds like a pay-per-view <laughs> fight. Zord yeah, versus Zilla.
3: There's actually a lot of really good Power Rangers storylines, like there's Shattered Grid. There's uh, the Lord oh. Drakken stuff. They like they've also done some crossovers like there's Power Rangers versus Justice League. Hmm. That's pretty cool. So if you want to see uh, Kimberly uh, talking bows with Green Arrow. Like, if you want to see Kimberly make a bo- a boxing glove, talk about oh, <laughs> boxing glove arrow makes sense when you want to punch someone from far away. That's actual dialogue, by the way.
2: That's awesome.
3: I think you know, Kimberly says it and whatnot.
2: Of course. And then thinking back at it now, too, like the original Power Rangers, we're a little, we're a little bit racist, a little little racist undertones. But
3: that was I I, I kind of have to push back about against that a little bit because uh, uh the Black back. Ranger actually. Uh, I feel like that's kind of like a, like a cheap shot like they take one look at the show and they think oh it's racist because oh Black Ranger's black you know Yellow Ranger or yeah. whatever uh, he actually, the guy, uh, the guy the guy played the Black Ranger, he actually requested to be the Black Ranger mm-hmm. um, you know I mean no, and, that would make sense
2: <laughs> you know what, and you that... the white boy gonna be the black one? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I wish I could do voices like that. Or like, I've you been want trying to forever. The
3: other, the other th- things where it's like, most young boys in animation are voiced by women. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there's a very practical reason for it. There's a very practical reason because, because males uh, with prepubescent have higher voices, and women tend to be able to hit those ranges better. It's Tales. a very, very, pra- very, you know. But that yep. in of itself plays into the same problem, you know.
2: But then you have like characters like Tails, though, from like Sonic. If there's if anybody else voiced Tails, it would not be right. Because Tails has that specific sound. You know he's a boy, but he's again he's that he's just a small kid.
3: So he has that, mean, more like, ho- that more like more higher a, pitch voice. See, that's a problem with like uh, the woke schools out there. It's like there is no limit to this stuff. Because like for example, it like it's like for example, so, uh, t- uh, Knuckles has dreads. You know, he's he's a very kind of Caribbean looking character and you hired a black man to voice him like that could be considered racist, you know,
2: could be, although he did great.
3: I mean, he did a great job. Amazing for the role. Like, I'm I'm just saying that the logic these people use is you can apply to anything. Exactly. Yep. exactly. And that's and that's a problem. You know. I keep keep seeing
2: your face all lit up there, Devin. What are you doing? What are you I'm
1: at? literally trying to find what Power Rangers I remember. <laughs> so I remember watching fast. it. But, like, <laughs> I don't even remember, I don't know these people. I, I so, don't know who these people are. Well,
2: okay, so, so you said you were, like, seven? So what, yeah.
3: Uh, like, when I was what did those designs look like? What were the Zords like? You know, like, the theme. Kind of describe to me. I can probably It was, get like, it.
1: 2003, probably, 2002. Th- 2003, 2002. Okay, so, look so up, Dino Thunder? That, I was looking at that one, and that one, like, the name of it made more sense to me.
3: I know, Ninja Thunder. Storm? Ninja Storm?
1: I don't... Ninja Storm was pretty good.
3: <sighs> was it ninjas, or was it, like, dinosaurs? Uh, was it, dinosaurs was it makes Tommy? more
1: sense, I feel like.
3: It was Tommy in there? Because, like, Tommy was in that season. They brought back Tommy.
1: Do
2: you know to- do you know who Tommy is? I, d- I don't Rangers. know who Tommy <laughs> is. He's, like, a legit martial artist, too. I'm so is happy he? that he is, okay. like, stuck with what he's done. Like, he... <laughs> He is the green and white ranger like he will never not be that
3: yeah he's pretty much typecast himself so
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. no no no. this guy this guy definitely remember him definitely (laughs) yep
3: okay yeah so it's probably
1: oh yeah you see that little goatee on the bottom definitely know this fella Uh, was
3: he he the guy in charge yeah he was a mentor of the season then he became the black ranger Yep. Oh, like you want to talk about racism allegations? Uh, you know, for for Jason David Frank.
2: <laughs> I don't. Uh,
3: no, no, I'm just I'm just further proving how ridiculous <laughs> some of the stuff is. So in in season three and four, they gave uh, uh, Tommy Native American origins, and then they made him the Red Ranger. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> see, 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 this is this is the slippery slope, slope that I'm talking about. <laughs>
2: You can see that, yeah.
1: He is Greek, Polish, Irish, and German.
2: And and he will f you up,
1: dude. I what don't remember he... Power Rangers honestly that much. This was not my thing.
2: Well, we uh, that's on our list is the Power Rangers movie. That's on the on the BPM. Is that the the
1: newer one or is that no, the, the old the, one?
2: No, the original. The act the the Power Rangers movie from when it switched from original to Turbo.
3: Oh, so that... tur- so the second one, basically. Oh. Well, I want... They, cause there's three named... Power Rangers movies. There's Power Rangers a movie, right? A yeah. Turbo Power Rangers movie, and then there's a reboot.
2: Right, yeah. So well, we're going we're gonna to go through all, all three of them. I mean, he's already <laughs> saw, he saw the, first, the new one, right?
1: Me? Watched Me? One?
2: Yeah. Devin? No? He, he watched no. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to... All three of them on the list then. Because the first one was all the them. one that was okay. going to be on the list, but we got so many things on our list. We have those. We have Red versus Blue. We have Strange Brew. Uh... I don't know. We got, we got tons of things.
1: Sorry, guys. I really fell behind in the conversation, like yeah. going through this. You guys were, we talking, were talking about, about Sonic me. before, right? That was a yeah, really like, cool flip.
2: The voice actors, yeah. And we're cool. getting into some like, real controversial stuff you
1: know, while you're over there. Nah, you know, I'm over sorry, I was now. really doing a deep dive into the Wikipedia. <laughs> <of
2: Power
0: Rangers>. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: My search history is just going to be Power Rangers. Power Rangers.
2: Stronger Rangers t- than
3: before. <laughs> yeah.
0: Such
2: good, though. Such a good show. Mm, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: My daughter hates it so much, though, that I can like the, pu- the, the putties. She hates the putties. She, like, they, they scare her. So I can do the sound for him. He'll also be driving to be really quiet and I'll, and I'll go... Like that one. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> stop that. <laughs> uh, Dad amazing. mode activated. The one that freaked her out was the episode with the pig. That ate him. It, oh, ate, like, that mo- it ate almost all of them, yeah. Who, it, who was left?
3: It was Is Billy the only one left? Oh, you want to know some some fun trivia? Sure. So, Brian Cranston, you know, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad? Yep, yeah. He did voices for Power Rangers. Back in the day? Yeah. Is that why he was and, Zordon? Well, well, it's just kind of more of a happy coincidence. Oh. But also, <laughs> the Blue Ranger has his name cuz it's Billy Cranston. Mm oh he did he did uh two monsters in the original power rangers really yeah and it's, that's it's, it's, cool. like, it's, it's basically one of those things where it just kind of it's, it's like a fact to tell on late night you know kind of thing like
2: yeah that's awesome i love it when you find out like big name actors have been like oh yeah i was the voice for this weird obscure thing <laughs> for like <yeah>. two episodes <laughs> so cool good credit to have
3: <laughs> Yeah. It's like I'm a nice little trivia thing. Like, um, like I love Deadpool 2, The Vanisher is Brad Pitt, right? And it's like you only really see him as Br- like Brad Pitt's in Deadpool 2. It's like you only really see for him the for the briefest like second, fr- like <laughs> like a brief second. And it's obviously CG, so Brad Pitt probably never set foot on the set ever. <laughs> He's just like, hey, yeah, uh, pay me, pay me twenty thousand dollars for my likeness, and sure.
1: What yep. a check to collect, right?
3: And he probably gets uh, royalties from the movie too for like the three frames he's in. Oh, for oh, sure. sure. Yeah.
1: Easiest money ever, you know.
3: <laughs> he probably thought it was a funny joke too. So like, oh, that's funny as. Now I'm got to do a goddamn thing.
1: Yep. <laughs> Guys, uh, Brian Cranston was in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers before he was in Malcolm in the Middle. And that is actually insane to think about
0: yeah
2: i was
3: just talking about malcolm in the middle was what uh two thousands two thousand it was two thousand yeah have you have you seen the alternate ending to breaking bad
1: i never watched all of breaking bad Uh.
3: so the ultimate ending is it basically he wakes up and it's he wakes up next to his wife from malcolm in the middle and they basically (laughs) pull a bob newhart show where they basically say the entire (laughs) events of breaking bad were a dream You know, and it's literally they got the wife from Breaking Bad and he's acting like the guy from Malcolm Middle and like the last shot is a pan and you see the Heisenberg hat and then it's like they played the Malcolm like life is insane. (laughs) That's awesome. awesome. You need to look that up. Yeah, they filmed that because like they knew that it wasn't going to be the official ending. They just wanted to do it just to do it. I mean, it wouldn't really fit with them Breaking Bad, but as like a funny alternate ending, it's perfect.
2: Yes, it would be really funny. Did you guys see that the the new um, avatars coming out? Sorry, uh, did you see the new Avatar is coming out in December?
3: I really don't really have much interest. I, I mean, I never really Avatar was a big guy. fan of Avatar. Like I saw it; it's cool. The only t- Avatar I'm interested in is, is is the Last Airbender.
2: See, I I'm excited for it just because it's been so long. So I'm like, I got gotta watch it. Like it's. I mean, that, we gotta make it a, a BPM thing It's we not like I don't the want to see
3: it It's just I really don't really have much Interest like it's kind of one of those things where it's like Eh it's on Blu-ray Sure I'll check it out you know it's like I'm, I just don't really have much desire It's just like eh
1: Is it because it's like a franchise that never really built off of Something so it feels like it was kind of A one-off movie that Kind of just I, existed Honestly
3: I wasn't really a fan of the first one It's just like okay, no. oh, okay. I, It looked amazing But it was just like a very thinly veiled trail of tears. There wasn't really much story-wise. Right. You know? And, like, like, for example, if if a, like, if a friend says, hey, let's go see Avatar, sure, I'll go to the theaters and see it, you know? It's like... Right. Well, you'll
2: have your chance to do that because the first one's going back into theaters again with a couple other uh, in the vaults that are I coming out really, with, like, I just, the bodyguard with uh, Whitney Houston. I mean, it's to like, I really release two
3: Lies. I'll go see that.
2: Uh, I... <laughs> Ooh, was that one on the list?
3: That's a James Cameron film. That's why I said
2: it. That that one might be on the list because I think I think The Bodyguard is Cameron as well. <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: Let's I know Google who it. We have the internet, guys. I can't guys. remember because it was. I can't.
2: Remember.
3: I know was they did internet? like a 3D 4K re-release of uh, Terminator 2 a few years back. I'm really sad I didn't get to go see that.
0: Mm. that not uh, I'm sorry, I love that's not James
3: Cameron. That's not okay. Tur- It's like Mm. I'm not. I like James Cameron. Like I actually think Titanic is cool. I think the story for Titanic is actually pretty good. You know. Um, I mean, yeah, history's cool. (laughs) I mean, I mean, like there's enough of an engaging story Titanic to keep you there. There's not. I mean, like
2: not when you've seen it seven times as a ten-year-old. I mean, yeah, it's like bison teal man. That that movie can burn in the depths of the. I remember the thing you do with those movies
3: is you don't see it for like 10 years and then you watch it one day you be like oh pretty good i don't know why i hated it and then you're like nope
2: nope 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 the, the hatred i have for bicentennial man and titanic runs so deep to my core oh you don't like, like, like titanic man because i saw it like eight times when i was a child
3: against why? my will because i was thrilled at times I, I mean, the thing about I had Titanic parents was... and aunts
2: and grandparents that loved it, and they wanted to watch schools, it all the time.
3: Like you, you, you'd, you'd like if you were in high school. They, they play like in the late '90s. Whenever, whenever teachers didn't want to work, or there was like the last day, they'll put on Titanic.
1: That's awesome. I didn't watch I it until whatever. I was like 18.
3: Oh, that's probably why you like it then.
1: I don't know. I don't necessarily like it. I'm just not against it. Uh, like, yeah, I just that's one of those ones that I. It's
2: six hours, mm. and I can't do it. See, but then. I can sit down and watch Lonesome Dove. I'll watch the hell out of Lonesome oh my Dove. My Lonesome gosh, Dove.
1: Mate, there's so many tabs here that I'm looking up of stuff. <laughs> Lonesome this Dune, is you know, Lonesome literally dove just going to be an information night for me. you want to
3: know a movie that's like three hours long but doesn't feel like it, like Dune. That is like a... Oh, a yeah.
2: Like- Wait, the original or the new one? The new one. Okay, so I haven't watched the new one yet. I'm, I'm the new waiting. one...
3: The new one is actually really good. I got to see that like IMAX and whatnot when it oh, came sweet. out. Which I, that, I mean, it's dude, that's what you watch
2: It's like amazing. That's all I've heard. Yeah,
3: and it's like three hours. It it actually goes by pretty quick because like sure, it's There's like a, a movie that like takes its time and three. it's slow, but it's like it kind of draws you in. It kind of has like this hypnotic kind of like thump, like just like the sound design, the story. Because like, mm. oh my god, the sound design in this movie is amazing. You know. Like, if you watch it with a really good sound system, you hear, like, the crashing water, or just, like, the the way the dialogue is done. It's, like, very hypnotizing. It just draws you in.
2: Nice. I'm excited for it, because I grew up... I didn't read the book, but I I watched the movie, and then I played the games. The old RTSs, because those were so good. I mean, Dune 2000 was better than the first Dune, but, I mean... Dune was great, you know, and Mind Spice and try to avoid the worms and, you know, yeah, clicking they're, as they're hard as you that. can as the, the, the guys trying to go across the screen like, no, the worm is going to eat my guy, no, no, and it always gets like,
3: it. Like, honestly, I think dividing the first book into two movies was a freaking stroke of genius. Yes. Like, you're, you're doing two movies that are three hours long, it, it literally gives you more than enough time to explore the book. It's, it was a genius move. I'm all on board. There's yeah. Dune part two, and it's going to be amazing. And uh, it needed that in like
2: it, it needed to take that that sort of a story and throw it into an hour and a half. Like it David Fincher he did the best he could
3: all. with the time frame. He did the best he could. I'm
2: waiting for the Snyder cut. That's what's going to happen. Like I'm waiting for that <laughs> uh, seven uh, hours.
3: Oh, I'm a huge Snyder fan. Like, uh, <laughs> give he, it to like, me. Like, like, I'm one of those people where it's like, is Henry Cavill going to show up in Black Adam? Is he going to show up in a cat resort? Is <laughs> <restored?"> You know, <laughs>
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, speaking of Snyder, and back to uh, way back to uh, Batman vs Superman. The only thing I didn't like about that movie was they killed uh, Apocalypse in like two seconds. Wait,
3: wait, wait, no, they didn't.
2: Or yeah, yeah, like in in the not the not the uh, extended Apocalypse version. Is the
3: Apocalypse is or, the plan. Apocalypse not,
2: not Apocalypse. Uh, not Apocalypse. Sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, what's his name? The, the guy. Uh, I, I even have his pop figure the The last dude when Wonder Woman shows up, Doomsday. Damn, there it is. Bam, Doomsday. Doomsday. When Doomsday shows up, he he's gone within like five minutes of the last of the end of the movie. Yeah, it's,
3: yeah, that was kind I'm of like, like a last minute heel turn kind of thing.
2: And, and do, no, do, Doomsday. There's a reason why he's called Doomsday.
3: <laughs> he's, I mean, he did kill Superman, so he did accomplish his job.
2: P- but he was just like gone within five minutes, and it just wasn't.
3: Yeah, it was kind of They could of a have done way care. more with
2: that because it was like, bam, we're here, and Wonder Woman's here, and oh, now he's dead, and now hey, look, Justice League's here, cool, next movie.
3: I mean, what That's are you gonna do felt. for a final battle? Because like, obviously, you want you only you wanted the Batman vs Superman fight, but like, you obviously wanted them to team up for something. What are you gonna do? Put Lex in a suit of armor? Which I mean, sure. No, could no, do no.
2: That, they but... could They could have ended it with them fighting. You know. And then where the next one pops in, that's where Doomsday shows up, and now they got to fight him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, like pick up right where, like right in the middle of a battle, like have it ending where they're still just going at it. It looks I like they're going to be. Do
3: is you could have it be where they fight, it doesn't work, and then Lex is like, Oh, I have something else up my sleeve." And then you see Doomsday pop out. Cut. Yeah.
2: But if you unless not even throw those in there though, not even throw that at all. Just only focus for this on this one, like only focus on just Batman versus Superman, just their fight.
3: You mean the name of
2: the movie? Exactly. That's Just that because that that would make sense. Yeah. Why? Why did Wonder Woman show up at the end? Why? Why did Doomsday show up? Like
3: in other words, I mean, it was cool to see the Trinity, but like, yeah. But they they didn't need to be there at all, honestly. If it were me, I would call the movie Trinity Dawn of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: not a bad name. <laughs> that would... Be, yeah.
3: Because Trinity, cause that's, the, that's like the brand name of Batman's Superman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. They are the Trinity.
2: Yeah, I think one of the comics I have is the... Something Trinity.
3: Yeah, it's... that's the name of those three people. They're the Trinity. You know? Yeah,
2: and it's them. They're... Yep.
3: Yeah, like, honestly, some, some mistakes are made. Like, I feel like a Flash movie probably should have been done... Um, I mean, honestly, I just I I do a lot of I do a lot of uh, streaming with my buddy uh, Jared from Comics League, and oh, we nice. do a lot of a lot of Snyderverse stuff, and we talk about this stuff we we've kind of broken down at nausea, and We've been doing a Snyder uh, rewatch. This week we got Watchmen.
2: Oh, nice! Ooh. I haven't watched that one in a while. That's I, a good one. I,
3: I I love that movie. I actually saw it in theaters when it came out.
2: Hmm, that's something that probably won't happen again unless you go to like a. Like they're doing now with Bodyguard and Avatar.
3: I mean, I could always just buy a movie theater and just show it.
2: But you also get the experience of seeing it when it first came out. That's like the, like with Destiny, we talked about that earlier. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's people that will not be able to experience Destiny to, from when it first started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get a lot
3: of, a lot of games like that, you know. Like, um,
2: wow, like, When the Cataclysm happened that you if you did not play before the Cataclysm, you don't know anything about it. You will never experience any of that.
3: I played WOD, Legion and then part of BFA. That that was my WoW time. Legion, oh my God, that was such a good expansion. Sorry. Sorry, every time I think think of of WoW, I go straight to Legion and how amazing that experience that. Like I was literally at Legion when it launched. Like I was literally (laughs) in Dalaran. Waiting for it to 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 do, and I I start I played Legion right from the second it dropped, and it just oh that was so amazing,
2: so good, so good. It's like in Destiny, Cade is gone, and that was Nathan Fillion's character. You they talk about Cade like when you start brand new, like you you get filled in of like oh yeah we had this this hunter and it was Cade and it was a bad situation that happened, Mm -hmm. and they tell you the whole story. You don't get experience all of it, but they tell you everything about it. Being there and seeing those things and remembering that, like mm-hmm. watching Cade Six get shot and die, like, what?
3: <laughs> <I can't>... <laughs> no. <laughs> or it's like and when they... people talk about, like, uh, you know, the gold, their Goldeneye days. You know, like, oh, yeah, oh. Mm-hmm. I was, I was mm-hmm. playing Goldeneye back mm-hmm. in 90, 97, 98, or whatever. You know, I, I had, you I know, know we had. Friends. <laughs> you know what's coming back, right?
1: I know. Did you know that, Devin? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> um I was kind of excited for it on the Switch but then I heard it's kind of trash on the Switch so uh
2: I'm yeah not... uh, I'm it is sure. coming to Game Pass
1: right so that, I'm holding out for that one a little bit more
2: which means PC guys are going to get it and then they're going to mod it and it's going to be amazing
3: <laughs> see see the thing about the like the Switch version is eventually it will be good cuz like like uh, ocarina of time was crap when it go and they'll just kind of do patches
1: right yeah i'm,
2: it'll a, little, be some time. I'm a little miffed with I mean, I, 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 I mean, I've been constantly miffed.
3: You, you shut up
2: <laughs> with Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, to be
3: fair, I have a gaming laptop that I have emulators on. So, like, you know, no. Th- so like I can literally boot stupid... play it right now if I want to. Right, <laughs>
2: right. Like, I can throw my 64 on, too. I just Nintendo. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going okay, to go. I'm going to go off on this because I'm to N- N- do N- it. Nintendo has a stupid thing to where you have your pri- or your, your uh, main console, your primary console, mm-hmm. so if you buy your games on your primary console, if you're offline, you can play them no matter what. But if you buy on a primary console with a different account, those ones will not work on there if it's not connected online. My argument
3: That's is... That's kind of stupid.
2: Right, so... If I buy a game with my account on a primary console, if my, I take my account and go on n- my mobile console, I should not have to check online that I should play, be able to play these games because my account is the one that bought them. My number is tied to that. My ID is tied to that game. Why the hell do I have to have internet connection to check if I can play my own game that I bought?
1: They're checking That's to tough. make sure it's not being played right now. <laughs> Sorry, but, I'm, but, but, I'm Calvin right it, now. God, but it's name but it's, Calvin,
2: but it's offline. Okay. Why do they need to check? It's true. It's offline. What are you checking for? You okay. can say, oh, it's not it's not being played anywhere else. It's offline.
3: I mean, I agree with you. It, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> you know? because if you
2: try to play a, an online game on two separate consoles with two, you know, the same account on different things, it's not going to work because it'll check. You have to be online in order to do it. Even if you're LAN, it's you true. have to have some sort of connection and it won't work. But being just offline you should be able to play your games i can have i have three playstations and i can have one my my game plan and two other people in the same same exact game on two different accounts
1: it's fine i don't know man
3: i agree saying like just saying I, i agree with you so it's like i i don't know what to say other than that so
2: and the fact that you know hey bluetooth is gonna be with launch oh you don't have bluetooth and then, like, a year later, oh, hey, we unlocked the software, so now you can use the Bluetooth equipment that's been in the system this whole freaking time.
3: I mean, never mind the fact that there's, like, no themes. There is no... Like, they like they just kind of added folders. Mm-hmm. There's some like stuff. It's like I go back to the 3DS and be like, oh, my God, this experience is so cool. Like, there's themes, there's folders. The user interface makes a whole freaking ton of sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like the only, like the user the only problem i have with the interface on the switch is the selecting of the games is um if you want to like look at all your stuff you have to like literally scroll to the to the, yeah. to the bottom of the row and then do everything and then you can access the folders you can't access your folders straight from the main menu
2: that's kind of what sony does but you can throw all your games in different folders and the, the folders folders will be on the main screen which that's nice to do cuz especially if you have a nice 4 terabyte hard drive like i finally got so i can actually <laughs> throw them all in there i just upgraded thank you asher very much uh, yeah
3: i got a uh, 256 uh, gigabyte uh, micro SD card in my switch that yeah it's nice yeah
2: and it's nice to have that and you don't have as uh, memory and space sucking games on the switch as you do with everything else
3: yeah. i mean the most the biggest games are usually like 30 gigabytes at most
2: yeah like uh outer worlds was pretty big and skyrim's okay it's not huge, plus i
3: primarily but... buy physical so that that helps a lot um yeah i only really buy digital when like something's like digital only and i really really want it
2: see even then why does the system have to check that you need you're able to play this game if you have a freaking card
1: <laughs> inserted why
2: hey no man. nintendo
1: no this sucks this freaking sucks
3: i'm sorry it's just like that that just doesn't make any sense
1: it anybody who thinks otherwise thing. is a joke you know if somebody yeah. like thinks it makes sense like I don't. if their name was like Calvin and they thought it made sense they're kind of a joke
3: and I, mean, I, I don't I do, I, do, <laughs> I do kind of push back on people it's like you got these people who they make fan games for Nintendo like Nintendo fan games they know that Nintendo will strike their game down they, <laughs> yeah, they know true. that Nintendo does this Nintendo strikes their game down. Why did Nintendo strike my game down? It's like, f*** off. You knew yeah. what you were doing. You knew exactly what was going to happen. And then when they finally did it, you, you cry bloody murder and you act like you're, you, you know, no. It's like, should they not be doing this? Okay. That's a debate we can have, but you know, they do this and you right. do it anyway. And mm-hmm. then when they eventually do it, you, you act, you act all surprised. You act all crying. Like, why did they do this? Like, it was only a matter of time. You exactly. Know? And, and, like, you want to have the debate about it, sure, we can have a debate about, like, is this an okay thing to do? You know, I'm fine with, it, like, having a debate about it, but, like, this, is, this isn't a, like, this, you knew this going to happen. I, I, I have no sympathy, you
1: know. No, okay. Nintendo's going to screw you over any day of the week. They're not, I mean, they know that they're going to make good money no matter what they do, so they really don't care about holding things they, back. Or Nintendo went over on you.
3: See, but Nintendo's biggest problem is when they're on top, they get f***ing lazy. But when they're backs against the wall, they do amazing work. That's why, I mean, honestly, the Switch would have never happened if the Wii U was even moderately successful. It's yeah. because the Wii U did so bad that, like, the, the 3DS carried them through that generation. You know, let's be honest. Um,
2: and the and, Wii U was cool, though. Like, it was a pretty... Cool system because you know they, they could be watching TV and you can be playing your game right here. Like, oh, I that's mean, awesome. I mean, if you look at the great Wii U, innovation. it's
3: basically a precursor to the switch. You know, the, the, the switch mm-hmm. is basically the Wii U, but, but like, but,
2: be, but being able to do that where you know you can have your system and then having, having somebody else use the same, you know, it's using the same system, but they're doing something completely different. It's like the glasses. Have you seen those, like those TVs where you can have two inputs going at the same time? So you can oh, go right on, right yeah. You can watch the your game or whatever you're watching and the person's is doing whatever they're doing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, yeah the thing. Wii
3: U was the Wii U was, you know, it it did have a lot of great things to it, but like it had problems, you know, obviously the marketing, the name, uh screen is kind of weird. And also the Wii U had a problem to where they'd get the companies to do these ports. These companies do a really bad job doing the ports. The ports would sell like crap, and the companies would go like Oh, these games don't sell on the Switch, so we're not going to do it anymore. You know, it's like, you mm-hmm. it made a crappy port that people didn't want. And then, it, you know, it's just like, that's more of a, a third party problem rather than Nintendo. But, like, right.
2: still, that, that's a, one of those things. Like, they, they lost money doing that because then they couldn't put all these games on their library because nobody's going to buy them.
3: Yeah. And, and so you can see, always a console needs to have, they need to quickly get, get to a point because, like, if you're going to make, n- no developer wants to make a system. ...that isn't installed, but it, you need games for the install base, you know? Fortunately, the Switch was a success right off the bat. And, and you get people wanting to make games it because I had a big install base, you know, whatever. But the Wii wasn't able to do that. It was, it was kind of flopped out of the gate. After the first year, it was just kind of limping along.
2: It took me, like, three years to get one?
3: <laughs> I mean, if if they hadn't have lowered the price for the 3DS, it would have been the same thing. Yeah. Nintendo did a drastic thing, and it, and it, and they saved the 3DS. Unfortunately, um, they had a lot of good games coming down the pipeline for the first year, so like they 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 saved it. Uh, but the Wii U, it has great games. It's just not that many of them.
1: Yeah,
2: I actually or, have one. It just needs to have the, like the 3DS, replaced.
3: It's like you can't even throw a stone without hitting like a, a gem of a game on 3DS.
2: Oh! What's up everybody, your boy here, Mick, yeah, I just did that, that's what I just said, I'm trying to be like Calvin now, and I, try to be all hip, uh, you know what, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do though is I'm going to tell you guys about the Mario Kart tournament that Beers Per Minute is putting on in November at Wildman Pub Downtown Olympia, that is November 4th at Wildman Pub Downtown Olympia here in Washington. We look forward to seeing all you bamps there. You better be there, or be square. All right, back to your show. Bye.
0: It's case of
2: beer, That's bussin'. Bussin'. Well, Ooh, no, it sounds it dirty when you say it. I don't like when you say it. That's gross. Mm-mm, don't do that again, please. Bussing I'm,
3: makes me feel good. <laughs> I don't like when
2: you say it either. It's not Calvin. Just has a way. Is there is an innocence about him? <laughs>
3: he's,
2: when he's, he a, he's a sweet
3: summer child.
1: He's just a little baby boy. He's just a little baby boy, a little <laughs> baby boy yeah, saying bussing. Little baby he's little, boy.
2: He's a he's a little bussing boy. A little
1: bare face baby boy. <laughs> a
2: little bare face bussing baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> How many B's can we put in a sentence to really accentuate that B? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Nick, thank you very much for being here. Like, I want to give you one more chance to plug everything that you have and tell us what you have coming up and where we can find you and all the things uh, before we close out.
3: All right. Thank you. So uh, I got Screecher coming up October 7th. It's launching on Indiegogo. Uh, you, can, you can go to the website and sign to be notified when it goes live. View the trailer. Uh, Link will then. be down in the description, and then I'll also turn Sammar. You can check it out on Global Comics. Issue one's on there right now. Issue two's actually going to be going live next Thursday, so you can read the first ten pages there for free, and then buy it, buy the comic if you want.
2: So we got we got a little insider on that then. Oh, awesome, cool,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I enjoyed
2: it so. Wow. We'll check it
3: out. Uh huh. And then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Project Access 1, YouTube, search the Phoenix Press. And then uh, if you want to try and find, uh, I'm sure you have the link for it, but uh, just go on Indiegogo search Screecher. It's uh, pretty uh, iconic. You should be, shouldn't be, I have no trouble.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much for sticking here with us. And, you know, we had a fun time, I think. We had some good, yeah, knowledge. good company. Now that dropped here.
1: Yeah, thanks for I, hanging I, out, I feel Nick. like
2: this was a good knowledge dropped episode. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: We got into like, some stuff that we don't get to usually get into, so this was enjoyable.
2: Because Calvin usually questions us way too much, and then we're just oh like,
1: you know what? We're done with it. Where's...
3: I mean, yeah, I always bring the fire, so it's all he good. just
1: <laughs> He just fights us constantly, and it's... Can we talk? It's... Oh, we, We'll dish later. It's okay.
3: Yeah, don't yeah,
2: care. yeah.
0: We'll, we'll dish
1: all later. Alright, everybody.
2: <laughs> Go ahead and follow Nick and all of his things. Follow all of us, uh, and make sure to check out our store as well. Get some of this sweet merch, man. This cool BPM shirt. And we have some other stuff coming real Buy it. soon. Buy it. Do it. Yeah, we have also a coffee mug. Do it. Do it now. Oh, oh! oh before we go too, I have uh, the last little thing I'm trying to, trying to I gotta make sure I don't miss it. Uh, get wrecked. That's what's happening right now. Uh, I'm recommending. Uh, oh, I should tell you first. This is our recommendation uh, segment of the podcast called Get Wrecked, where we recommend things that we would like people to try so or that we really sweet. enjoy. Uh, this is the Red Hook Tropical Big Ballard Juicy IPA. I recommend that. So get
1: wrecked on that. Mm, okay, I don't really want to recommend a drink again because you have just...
2: you, you recommend That's... whatever you feel like you want to recommend. Doesn't matter what it is.
1: I know. Um, can you give me like ten seconds? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay, we're back. You
2: have something you would want to recommend to the, the viewers I'll be right back. out there? I'll be right back. I mean, besides right. besides you know, 200 I, Samurai. And... I,
3: I welcome. I recommend you always hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> always remember to drink that like this glass is uh empty but imagine it's full of nice juicy h2o
2: and i mean nice midwest Hydrate, water f- right <laughs> midwest too right midwest water is best
3: uh no. i'm biased but yes <laughs> midwest but why- is always best
2: midwest is I'm always back. best hey, i'm like back oh, oh he's yes. back he's got he's got oh. an insurer people he's got an insurer oh, we're about to get wrecked
1: or- got some back
2: Wait, is it salad dressing no, it's not a salad. Dressing. Oh, it? Oh. I'm, I'm trying to what guess by the like I kinda saw the bottles, so I was trying to. You try
3: didn't see it. anything. Um uh, he's gonna recommend a thousand island dressing.
1: <laughs> no. Um so I've been making like some making some food this past week. Um, it's food, yeah, it's food. I'm sorry. Well, I I was said <laughs> it's sandwiches, yes, and I've been food made like some Asian stuff. And I just I haven't had this in a very long time, and I was like, wow, it's really good. Um Cupi Mayo? Mayo, um, oh, it's very good, you guys. Is, is that
2: it's, the the limey stuff?
1: It's not limey. It's more like, I don't know, like vinegary. It's like a very vinegary mayo.
3: Tangy, you know that actually. It's kind of tangy. I, I got to admit that actually does sound kind like, of tasty. Like I It is very tasty. Like I love my Hellman's mayo, so like that's actually not too far off from like you know the stuff I like. So I can actually, i, I, like I do it. want to try it.
1: It's very good. I right. um,
2: to try that cause I've never had that either. I, yes. I know that the like Hispanic culture too, like they use mayo for a lot of dipping sauces and things like that. that that's like one of their. That's big because
3: gifts. mayo is awesome. But
2: yeah,
1: this great. isn't but really it's... a Hispanic mayo. This is more of like a Asian type mayo. Um,
0: right, that's what I was getting. Yeah, yeah. Like I, Japanese, I, I don't really like.
2: Too. I don't know like any other cultures that really like have used mayo too much. Like I have no. Japanese, the
3: Japanese.
2: Japanese as well, and that's yeah. what that one is. Is that Japanese? Yep. Japanese. Oh, and was it? Q Pie? Q Pie. Bye. All right, everybody. So you just got wrecked. Get wrecked. You. All right. So thank you again, Nick, for being here. Uh, We loved loved having you on. Enjoyed your comics. Go check out his comics and pick them up. Do all the stuff, everybody. And we'll catch you later. Bye. 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 This per minute has been presented by Stupid Mythic Forest. New episodes come out on Wednesday at 8 a.m. Don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss a thing.